Hello, welcome to Into the Fire, a Burning Coal Theater Company podcast series. Hi, this is Jerome Davis. I'm the Artistic Director of Burning Coal Theater Company, and I'd like to welcome everyone to Into the Fire, the Burning Coal Theater Company podcast series on all things theatrical. Today's guest is uh, Ken Hinton, uh, who is uh, the director of our upcoming production of Art by Yasmina Reza. Ken, welcome, and thank you for joining us. Um, Thank you for having me. Um, I'm really a pleasure. Same here. Uh, It's something I've been wanting to do for a long time, not just the podcast, but getting to work with you. And so I'm glad I finally figured out a a way to do that. Um, Before we uh, start in with art, uh, which is a a comedy uh, that a lot of people know from the 1990s, I wanted to find out a little bit about your background. And do you remember um, your first experience with live theater? Yes, I do. Um, actually, I was uh, in the uh, 1990s, I was at UC Santa Barbara. I spent 25 years in um, California. Mm-hmm. First career was a, a television producer. I shot, edited, and directed in the studio and directed live telecast. I've even uh, been assistant director on telecast for ESPN. I've won three major national awards for my documentary television work back in California. Um, of, so that got me into it. So when I was working at UC Santa Barbara, I got a chance to uh, create programming in the arts. I did a lot of opera, I did a lot of uh, a theater, and I did a lot of concerts. So one day, Um, the chairman of the theater department pulled me aside and he says, "Uh, you you ever thought about getting a degree in theater? I said, no, not really. He said, well, you always shoot and you know it. So I got me a degree, a master's in in, uh, dramatic art from University of California, Santa Barbara, where I was working. And uh, I had a chance to work with directors and work with actors. And my first theater experience though was actually went by directing or working with theater was when I uh, came home to Raleigh and I started taking uh, over the Shaw players and teaching at Shaw University. Right. So uh, one of the first plays I did was the Amen Corner by James Baldwin. James Baldwin, yeah. Had, had, yeah. You, had you seen theater as a child growing up? Had your parents taken you, or did you have any experience? No, no, I didn't. I, we were oh. into film, more into going to the movies. Yeah. So um, I don't remember being going to any theater until I was at UC Santa Barbara. Well, that's really interesting. Do you remember the first thing you saw there? Um. I'm trying to think. I can't remember. I know one of the first plays that I really got into was Trouble in Mind. Uh, that was one of the first plays that I saw, and it was about the white cast and the black cast coming together to do a play. And I really got into that play because it was really intriguing of a play within a play. That uh, that play is uh, being revived right now at the National Theatre in London, uh, getting very good reviews. So, uh, right. Yeah. 
Interesting. Um, so, um, so you you sort of came from a, a technical, I guess, background in, in video. Uh, 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 do you in film? Do you think that has informed the way you approach theater as a director? I think so because uh, Lord Riches is 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 one of my idols, and Lord Riches was a stage director, a film director, and a television director, and that's yeah. kind of like me. Like I came through TV, worked in film a little bit, and then became a stage director. But here's the most important part, which you know, being an actor before you be a director is very mm -hmm. important because yeah. now you can see the development process of developing character. And that's one of the things that I love doing is, is, is interpreting a script and getting an actor to become these people. And, and that's right. Uh, so many uh, directors uh, eventually become actors um, and, uh, sorry, uh, actors eventually become directors. And, um, and one of the things I think it does is helps you to understand just how difficult the, the work of an actor is. Um, uh, when a pianist sits down at the piano, there's a, there are keys in front of them. You know, uh, mm -hmm. when a painter picks up a brush, there's a canvas in front right. of them. But what what do actors have to work with that's that's tangible? Um, and the answer is not much. You know, it's, that's right. <laughs> it has to come out of your own um, cre creative imagination, uh, which I I think is one of the reasons why it's the best of all art forms. <laughs> yes, it is. But, uh, um, so uh, so you, uh, you got into it at Cal Santa Barbara, which is one of the best theater schools in America, certainly on the West Coast. Yes. Um, and, um, and then uh, once you got that degree, um, what was the next step for you at that point? Well, uh, one of the next steps for me was to, uh, to come home. Um, we were producing, uh, uh, I did a lot of opera. I did uh, a lot, of, because like you said, this department, they had a music department, they had a theater department and they worked together. And that's one, and a dance department. So I cut my teeth on shooting dance, shooting uh, uh, operas and uh, got got to direct the telecast and opera. But I, I really didn't get into theater uh, Teaching, uh, teaching it and producing it till I came home. And I never forget one of the first uh, shows I saw when I hit Raleigh was uh, Crumbs on the Table of Joy. Mm -hmm. I think that was at the Raleigh Little Theater. I'm not sure where it was, but- We, and we did it uh, back You in the did day. it, right. Yeah. I think I saw it at Burning Pole. Yes, yeah. Thumb, uh, Crumbs on the Table of Joy. And the other one was- um, uh, the South African uh, play, which um, which has the the two black actors and the young white male. What's the name? Master, Master, Master Harold and the Boys. Yeah. Yes, that was a great play too. That was Raleigh Little Theater. I looking think. Looking at yeah. yeah, I started looking at how they were developing plays. But my first my first really uh, a big hit was Dance on Waters Road when I was cast at the Raleigh Little Theater in 2003 as Randolph. Mm -hmm. And I always, always came in on a second scene. And I tell my students and everything, that's the thing, when the show has started and now you have to open the door and come out 
and now you, the audience hit you, the lights hit you, and and you just got to be ready for that moment, you know. Mm-hmm. And I love telling people about that. You just go out there and you embrace that moment. You like, I hit the stage. It's my time to act, and I just turn my character on. Yeah. I heard uh, I heard the British actor Bill Nye interviewed recently, uh, a tall, lanky, uh, blonde actor, and, and somebody said, "What tips do you have for young actors?" And he said, uh, "As soon after you get on stage as possible, get your hands above your head." Exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's his advice, but but it makes sense, you know that that idea. Right. Of, uh, exactly. Just you just got to be loosened up a little bit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Uh, so, um, so you came back home, and was that um, uh, to be with a parent, or was there a job waiting for you here? No, or no I yeah. Look, I grew up in Raleigh. Isn't that, isn't that something? I grew up in Raleigh. I went to Ligon High School in Raleigh. Mm-hmm. I NT, and then all of a sudden, I got the last draft that the United States ever had. I got caught up in it because mm-hmm. I well in school and didn't fill out the paperwork mm-hmm. so in the service came out of the service and went to California so actually when they were uh um they were giving us early outs because they were uh, downsizing the department so I went on and, and retired from the University of California with an early retirement I didn't take my pension yet because I wasn't old enough but I retired and then I came home and do you this is this is what people say. This is how good God is. Two days after I came home, I applied for a job at North Carolina State, applied for a job at um, a, a high school in Jacksonville, South Carolina, and I applied for a job at Shaw. Mm-hmm. And two days after I got here, I got an interview with Shaw and Shaw hired me on the spot because they were looking for a theater teacher right away. So I really. Yeah. Just roll right into it. And then and how long I came you, home. Yeah. All my family was already here. I see. How, how long were you at Shaw, uh, Ken? I was at Shaw from 1997 to 2018. That was the first year Burning Cold. The first year Burning Cold did a play. It was uh, 97. I sure did. It was what, like 2010, I think. Yeah. So, um, so now uh, you uh, are at NC Central. Yes. Um, teaching, uh, acting, and uh, directing. I teach theater there. I'm a theater uh, on the faculty. So I teach uh, acting. I teach uh, history of theater, uh, African American theater. I teach one of my greatest my, my courses I really like is dramatic lit, uh, mm. analyzing plays and doing like analyzing the dramaturgy and uh, right. the of plays, yes. And uh, and recently you have uh, formed, fairly recently, you have formed a new company uh, here in uh, Raleigh. Uh, can you talk a little bit about Agape? Agape is really based out of Durham, and it is a uh, um, a theater company, uh, which we 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 call, uh, we, the reason why we call it agape is because the word agape means God's supreme love. So I try to produce plays that are uplifting for, so I've had three, two seasons. The first season, uh, we presented a play uh, and it was at the Garner Performing Arts Center called You Ain't My Daddy. And that was a 
play that I co-wrote. So that was the only play that I've actually written. And it was the play was about uh, a mixed family. And uh, somehow or another, the father who the young woman thought was her father is not her father. Her stepfather, who who she known was actually her real father. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a very, very good comedy drama. So it's it's and also that year I produced uh, and Tara Hodge, one of my former students. And that's what I love about this craft. She was in my some of my plays at Central. Yeah, I taught at both Central and Shaw at the same time. It's part time at Central, full time at Shaw. Mm-hmm. And so the second play was Amen Corner. Uh, we did in that year. And um, uh, we also did Still Away, uh, which is about the five women. We did that over at Barney Cole, which yeah. was five women who uh, were church women. And uh, the funds grew, uh, and, you know, um, squeezed up. And then they went to the bank. This is back in the 40s. And the bank man said, um, Black people don't need no education or colored people don't need no education. So the young girl who just graduated from college figured out a way to rob the bank. So she went to rob the bank. It's a, it's a heist caper. Uh, okay. Yes. And they got away with it because they thought Dillinger had done it or, or yeah. the, the mom be. had done it. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah. the second season, really quickly, the second yeah. season was the 2019 season which was, I think, the best season. We were ready to go, too. We opened with Dance on Widow's Row at Burning Cold Theater, which was a, a huge success. Great, great uh, uh, film critics. They just loved it. Uh, reviews for the play. And then we did Trouble in Mind, which I actually was in. Uh, I was directing the play, and then I had a problem with one of the actors, and, and so I just actually took the role on because I always do the monologue for that role. So I went on and did the play, and I'll never forget hearing people say, Professor Hinton, will you stop uh, directing and get in it? Because I'm, you know, when you're an actor and you're, you've done it, I know you've done it. You're in the play, but you're really outside of the play looking mm-hmm. in trying to do both roles i'll never do that again jerry <laughs> it's not easy yeah that's uh, I, I, I and the last directed. play was a play that was written you gotta you you gotta really love this uh one of the graduate students are working on her phd at uc yeah. barbara when i was there yeah uh, she wrote this play sweet mama string bean the life and time of the waters yeah. and oh I found Phyllis Morrison, oh, phenomenal voice, great actress. I saw her in Sister Act in Burlington, and I became friends with her. And then when I needed her, there she was. She came and did it. We did it at the Hitai Heritage Center, and we did a run. Then we came to Burning Coal and did a run of the play. Yeah. Yeah. And it was amazing success. And you have a season coming up uh, this year as well. Yes. Uh, Rod, you want to talk a little bit about the, that? Yeah, this March, uh, we have at Burning Coal the uh, uh, Front Porch Society, which mm-hmm. is, we're rehearsing for it now. And I hired a director from the uh, Winston-Salem to do it. It's an old friend of mine. His name is Andrew Meekins. He's directed in New York and, and L.A. And, and Atlanta. And um, he's directing this, these old women, Black women, who sit on the front porch the night of uh, Barack Obama's uh 
election. Mm-hmm. And we go through all their problems and stuff and, and how's it, how it relates to the election. And then mm-hmm. in the morning when Barack Obama gets elected, we find out some really revealing things and somebody dies in it. It's really good. It was at the National Black Theater Festival in 2019, and I had met Melva, who is the uh, playwright for it, and she's out of Chicago, so we're doing her play. And then the second play is a play we've been putting off and putting off and putting off that's been done at Burning Cold, been done at Wiley Little Theater, Crowns. So I, w- I just want to do this play again, and we're doing it at Burning Cold, and Tara, Tara Hodge, who directed it at um, Wiley Little Theater, is the one that's directing it for me, my former student. So she, we'll be doing a little take on a different take. I remember when I saw that burning coal, very unique with the hats hanging down from the ceiling and everything. So you guys did an excellent job on that play. And then we bring him back Sweet Mama Stream. Everybody wants to see this play again. So we'll be doing that at the Durham Arts Council uh, in September. Well, that's a that's a full season. Uh, yes. uh, I seem like most of us. You're a little worried about the pandemic. Um, COVID, yes. But I'm I'm taking my cues from you, man. You know, <laughs> you know how to do this thing. So. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my, no, just kidding. Uh, well, well, we have to get ready, you know, and then right, we do. Yeah. Um, Ken, uh, then the the big question. So all that is past history, you know. Um, what what do you want to do? Well, okay. Now, this might sound strange, but I want to win an Academy Award for a major motion picture mm-hmm. that I have written a screenplay for, and mm-hmm. I've screenplays before but not for a major motion picture I've written for small films I want to take a story from one of my plays that I like I'm writing a play now called When Fear Knocks Faith Opens the Door and I've been writing it for two years and I just because you know me I am so busy I can't make time my sister said you got to just go somewhere for two weeks and just Right, you know? Yeah. So I got the plot down. I got what's going to happen in the scenes. I got the characters and everything, but I got to write the dialogue. But yeah, yeah but my, my bucket list is when I finish, I want to get somebody else to run Agape, kind of oversee it and write this screenplay. And and I met so many celebrities by because I'm a member of the National Black Theater Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I knew people out of L.A. I know people out of New York. And uh, I'm thinking, you know, I can get this done. That's a, that's fascinating. Uh, um, so you're um, you're still you still have a toe in the film world, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, well, well, it's the, the like piano lesson. Okay, piano lesson was on Broadway, and then they turned it into a film. And the yeah. same they use on Broadway, they brought into the film and the same director. That's kind of like what I'm looking at. I've often wondered, you know, if just about any community, but certainly one as big as the Triangle community doesn't have a 
a pool of artists, not just the actors, but but you know technicians and costumers, designers that that could you know that could step into those roles and and create something interesting. Um, and it's become a lot easier now because of right. digital technology. It used to be you had to have a giant you know a camera exactly. And, Thirty-two millimeter uh, film, and um, it's just now everybody has has a camera in their pockets. You know, that's right. Because so, I was uh, I was shooting a play over at Hillside, and I needed my I let my son work a camera, and I went outside in the, in the uh, lobby. And Jerry, I was talking to people, and I said, "Just pull my phone out and start recording, and that video is as good, you know, to edit into the." Yeah. The end. So yeah, it's it's really there with these nice cameras. Let's talk about uh, talk about art a little bit. Um, uh, you're, you're about a week <laughs> and a half into rehearsals now. Man, how's it going? No, I'm just oh, I'm just patting your back, man. You couldn't <laughs> a cast together or crew together, and me. I mean, I'm gonna just tell you this. You know your friend Juan. He had to pull me aside because I have to get in the mode of directing professional people and not students. Mm -hmm. I'm used to not only teaching the, the play, I'm, I'm used to teaching acting and teaching walking and teaching everything. And once again, you don't have to do all that. Just yeah. tell them to go. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, been there, this done that. <laughs> The script is so amazing. When I first read it, I was like, what in the world? You know, what is this? And it, and and to 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 read it twice and then to hear them read it. And now for us to be blocking. And what's amazing is, and I'm gonna knock on wood, uh one one of your actors is already 95% off book. And and they all three of them, and they work so well together. All I have to do is say, uh, let's change the blocking here. I think, you know, we don't want to have a straight line. We want them, you know, and, and yeah. they, oh, and Sunita, oh, Sunita, that girl, she's got it together. Yeah, she does. Uh, she's, uh, she's one of our very best uh, in this area. Um, you're going to be uh, delighted with uh, Matthew uh, Adelson, too. Oh, yes. He comes uh -huh. down. His, uh, his work is uh, really top-notch. He, it he really is. Yale. He might have known uh, Lloyd. Yeah, he uh, he might have known Lloyd Richards, when, uh, who was there right. for quite a while. I'm not sure. Um, okay. He's obviously younger than Lloyd was, but Lloyd might have might have been there uh, when he was there. Um, so, um, I, I yeah, I have found that I found two things, uh, Ken, as a as a director when I when I started getting into this field. One is that. Uh, the better actors do better if instead of this, you do this, you know, if you, yes. if you give them flexibility because um, they know what works and what right. doesn't. And if, if mm -hmm. they try something and it fails, they'll correct it, you know. But the other thing I found is that they're just nicer people. You know? They <laughs> are. And, and they just, will give you more if you allow them that space. Then they just start to be very creative. And I love it, you know. Yeah. And, and, and one of the things as a director, and you know this, is to keep a good cordial atmosphere so that people can be allowed 
to uh, make mistakes and to correct mistakes and be free to talk. I'm, uh, hey, you can, you can, well, I don't think that works for me. How about let's do it this way? Okay, let's do it that way. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's exactly right. Um, the, the, the play itself is uh, an, an interesting animal. Um, it was written by a, a French woman uh, in mm -hmm. French uh, originally, um, but her background, if I remember right, is like Russian, I think. I think she's, she's maybe from yeah, Russia. Yeah, she's Russian-French, yes. Yeah, and, um, and it feels, when, when I read the play or, or see it, it feels to me like that, um, that there's a part of me in each of the characters Mm -hmm. um, are you having that sensation as you as you work through the play that you're not sure who to side with? And yes, and that's what uh, Yvonne's problem is: is that he wants to be friends with all with both of them, and then he sides with both of them, and then both of them. I don't want to tell too much about the play because yeah. I don't yeah. see it. But um, yeah, it, here here's the thing though that we just we we got the blank canvas. The canvas, the white canvas, has a lot to do with their friendship. Yeah. It's speaking about their friendship. Yeah. Really know me. I don't think they really know each other. So mm -hmm. that's explored. Wow. And through drama and through comedy. Oh, and yeah. after one, I said, don't steal the show. You know how you steal the show, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's got he's got that uh, that talent. Uh, right, he was born with it. Uh, yes, he was. But I've never heard it put exactly that way. But I think I think that's exactly right, uh, Ken. The the blank canvas is represents, and in some way the play is very. I mean, it's a it's a very funny play, and uh, but in some way it's it's also very very serious. Uh, because really is talking about that idea of. Um, whether it's possible to know another human being or not, right? And, uh, uh, which I think is uh, is something really interesting for now. You know that we've all been kind of sequestered away and not not having as much of a social life, perhaps as as we had before. I mean, I never had a social life anyway, but you know, yeah. some, some people I'm told did. So, yeah. so, uh, but, uh, but that's, uh, that's interesting. And then the other thing is the issue of kind of abstract art, you know, and right, um, which is kind of a, un, I think it's unfortunate, but it's kind of a rarefied, you know, world, you know, that it tends to be inhabited by, uh, you know, people who are on the wealthier end of the right. spectrum mm -hmm. and stuff. And, uh, the painting, uh, I think, almost as a character in the play. It is. It yeah. is. Because at the end of the play, and I, I'm not going to give it away, but yeah. the, it's, the, it's the painting. <laughs> the painting. Yeah. It's the masterpiece. It's yeah. the anthrax. It's, it's, it's all, all that and be all. That's what it's about. It it is a, it is a masterpiece because right. because of how people re react to it I think and yeah um, yeah it's uh, it's so it's so the play is about um, a lot of different things but uh, but mostly it's that it's just that uh, study of those three men those three middle aged men who 
you know, have something that a lot of men don't have today. I, I heard a statistic the other day that in the last two years, the average American man has, has dropped down from claiming to have six good friends. You know, this was mm-hmm. in a survey to having none, to saying that right. they, the average American man now says that they have no good friends in, in the world, which is really something that needs to be fixed. Uh, right. It really does. I think because when you, when you think about, okay, I need to go out and I want to go out with one of my friends. Who do I call? Well, I have a lot of married friends. I don't want to ask them uh, and the single ones or how close I am, you know, I am to them. So yeah, it, it ain't like, I mean, when I, when, I mean, when I was younger and I was in California, I think I could have called somebody up. Yeah. I had three good close yeah. friends, you know, go either be over their house or they would be over my house. But and exactly when you when when you're married and you know you you've got these married friends and then when you're single you got single friends so yeah yeah well it's uh, people have become far less uh, social and I, I know there are a lot yeah, of very, really they have yeah mm-hmm. there's a lot of powerful things that are causing that um, that uh, you know if if there can be an answer to it art. Uh, with a small right. a, uh, but also our art with a capital A may may be one of the solutions to that. So, so um, congratulations on it. Uh, Thank in you. Advance, knock on wood. I, I should not say that until I see the final yes, product. Yes. But, uh, yes, till the final. Yeah, but you know, what, what I just want to end with this is because you brought it up. The play. This is what the play is about. The play is about the art. And their friendship. Yeah. That's what they play about. This is a deep friendship that they explore throughout the whole play. And I'm going to leave it at that. And it's done in the form of a comedy, which will right. be nice. Some, some uh, reading, uh, some of the things that I've read, they call it a comedy drama because that's some drama in it too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Real tension. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I know we um, load in next week and uh, uh, the following week, uh, the play runs uh, from January 27th through February 13th, Thursdays through Sundays. The evening shows are Thursday, Friday and Saturday and the Sunday shows are 2 p.m. matinees. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a live stream version of the play that you can watch each night. You'll be watching the live performance that night, but if you don't want to venture into the theater, you can, for the right. same ticket price, watch it online. And we're doing it with the three camera setup, so it's pretty dynamic, I think. And um, uh, anyway, art by Yasmina Reza, directed by Ken Hinton, and starring a stellar uh, cast yep. of the three. Um, uh, at Burning Coal Theater Company. Tickets are at burningcoal.org or just give us a ring at 834-4001. Ken, thank you for, for doing well, this. Um, best of, I won't say best of luck because we're in the theater. We'll say break that's a leg. That's right. Break um, a leg. That's right. With art and with uh, Agape and with all the things that you do for, uh, for this community. Thank you. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Take care. Thank you for listening. Our production of Art by Yasmina Reza will run from January 27th to February 13th. For tickets and information, visit us at burningcoal.org or give us a call at 919-834-4001. 
Burning Coal's production of art is sponsored by The Classical Station. Listen at 89.7 FM or online at theclassicalstation.org.